back there, so I can't actually interact with you right now. We're socially distancing from <laughs> the cameras. This is such a funny thing. So this is officially the first time, I mean, like, either of us for sure are doing this, but I'm doing this as part of whatever the hell it is that I'm trying to do and accomplish and stuff like that. So, um, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm... We're recording currently on not just our phones and for live, but also on three studio cameras. And hopefully our lighting is pretty okay. I'm, I'm pretty... <laughs> I think you nailed it. You it's think... okay. Okay. You look great, so... You look beautiful. Oh, stop it. You look gorgeous. <laughs> okay, so hi everybody. I'm Nico. Um, I, I work for, I don't work for, I own, started uh, Castle Co., which is a... Uh, photography, media, and whatnot company, but I am also now in charge of the Lolina group, which is super exciting. Yeah, and I'm here with Young Jimmy Media. <laughs> That's me. I'm uh, I'm Jimmy. Uh, I own uh, and run Young Jimmy Media, which is photography and other media. Other media. Um. <laughs> Why are we here today? Why are we here today? What are we here today? Okay, so let's let's start off with just a smidge more background here. So, um, with myself, I really, really um, emphasize, obviously, empowerment. Um, it has been heavily focused on female empowerment, but I think that that comes in so many shapes and sizes. And I don't want to limit myself to just talking to women about, you know, what's going on in the world. And I'm very, very deeply interested in the men out there that are equally as invested in a lot of these problems and topics and whatever. Um, and then I met you and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like, it was like meant to be and whatnot. So that was, that was really, really cool. So um, as part of the Lolita group, this is an expansion of it. So starting a new YouTube channel, starting a podcast, taking the audio from these things and um, just branching out, giving, giving y'all a chance to Hang out. <laughs> Hang out, create space. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited that you've created this space. For me, I was looking for ways as a male who was invested, investing energy and time into female empowerment and trying to find ways that I could insert myself in that. And then my focus was being on how do I create space to help educate and bring more to men so that they can be a part, like we grow a community. Um, because I saw a lot, so much work being done, females empowering females and, and bringing that growth. And, and I thought, what can we do? What can I do to help, mm -hmm. um, get men in, <laughs> involved in empowering women as yeah. well? And then I met you and the Lolitas and it was all just, oh, it was kismet. All just, <laughs> it was meant to be and here we are. And, yeah. Uh, I think it's fantastic. The Lolitas is an extension of... The community I've been building in Castle Co. Again, I know a lot of you watching probably already know this, especially on the live, but um, it is, it was sort of just like I kept on meeting all of these incredible people, and I was like, they, I want them to know each other. I want them to experience each other and share these conversations and these moments and connect the way that I have in such a miraculous way that um, it's taken off, and I'm really, really stoked on it. And, um, yeah, of course, at first I was a little bit hesitant, maybe, about having more male perspectives because sometimes they're pretty hostile environments and hostile conversations, and um, and I think that I've been surrounding myself lately with more men, and it's been very similar to exactly why I wanted you to be on here and to talk about this is because it's a, you are a safe space. Right. You are an open mind. You are... Um, here to learn, you are here to ask questions, you are here to absorb that information and make alterations in your own life and the lives around you and stuff like that. And I figure, like, what more can we ask for from you guys other than to just be willing to listen and to change and to take in that information and adjust accordingly and grow accordingly? Like, I don't, I don't know what else anybody could really want when you think about it from a realistic perspective. You got, women are already asking and pushing and and looking for this change i think one of the reasons why there's especially right now it feels like there's a lot of tension mm -hmm. um is that maybe it's it's been asked for for so long <laughs> yeah we're a little tired <laughs> and, and you know enough's enough because not a, there's not enough happening 
with what you've created your space for Lolita's, like it's really it makes sense that it was guarded against um, male perspective and men in the beginning because that's where the problem was and there wasn't change and and we weren't seeing mm-hmm. safe male like it was few and far between you know mm-hmm. um, seeing safe males that who were who were also not just a safe male as in they you know they're not uh, perpetrators but like as in safe males who are legitimately an ally who are mm-hmm. striving for the same things that women are i find that um even in some of the conversations i have been having more recently it's like you know especially for guys i already know yeah um i've definitely been disappointed lately yeah very very much so um like wow like it honestly it hurts my heart um some of some of these friends that i've had for more than a decade that I consider to be some of my closest friends and stuff and to hear them not not engaging ignoring it uh moving along like y'all your life is busy and whatever and it's like my life is busy too (laughs) and I still think it's an important subject to have right so uh that way I've definitely felt um severely let down and I think that a lot of women have and um all I can say is that I'm so grateful and simultaneously disappointed that it's like you this person i've just recently met and connected with or is the one that i'm having such an open conversation with like where are my where are my guys at you know like where are they where are these where are these people who have always you know in other circumstances have my back you know i'm looking i'm looking for you i'm looking for you that's why we've seen the rehashing of this topic which is why we're here today this hashtag not all men yeah because we men shouldn't be surprised anymore that this is coming up and and honestly we shouldn't be surprised that that women are feeling like enough's enough right (laughs) especially with with what we've seen happen in the world in the past year like things are changing yeah everything is changing yeah and people don't do well with change people aren't doing well you know there's a (laughs) lot of a lot of people who are in positions where now they're feeling threatened mm-hmm. and whether they realize they're feeling threatened or not um, you know and that's and it's sad that people are holding on to these ways so much um, that we created that that this is their belief in what society should be and, and it's sad because obviously society needs to continually progress yeah. we're at a huge progression stage yeah and people are clinging yeah clinging men especially are clinging to the old ways because it threatens everything they've built obviously this entire concept like me too not all men and whatever this is not this is not brand new information by any means or anything like that this is not something that people have not been talking about for a long time by any means either um it has resurfaced recently because obviously of the situation in London with that woman where she was abducted, abducted, abducted (laughs) and, um, and, and murdered. And, uh, from everything that I've personally read, it was, you know, the police statements are warning women. Don't, don't go outside after dark. Don't, don't go alone. Don't do this. Don't do that. And in nowhere did he adjust any of his language to be, Hey guys, don't kidnap women. Hey guys, don't murder and rape women. Don't don't do that. There's it's it's our fault for how dare I, you know, go outside after dark or anything like that. Right. And then that's where all of a sudden men are speaking up and they're appalled and disgusted and they're like, "Well, I would never do that. Not all men do that sort of thing." And it's like, that's not the that's not the point. <laughs> that's right. not it, right? So, um yeah, we're I, I can't believe all of the, um, I don't know if I want to call them memes or almost like infographics or whatever you want to call them that is explaining the comparison of, yeah, we know not yeah. all men rape and murder, yeah, but, but enough of you do that I am scared to be around all of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the other thing, right? Like, yeah, not all men, but what is it? 90, 97% of women. Have, have experienced sexual abuse or trauma or those things. So those are staggering numbers for not all men. So when you when you realize that nearly all women have experienced this, even if it's not all men, like how do you know? 
Yeah. You know who? So you always have your, always have your guard up, and and there's so many comparisons. I'm sure you guys have seen. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We definitely don't need to get into the statistics of it all. Yeah. It's just like, we. We know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. we are. And again, if you don't know, get out from under the rock. But exactly. um, the information is out there. And and um, so even with this, I'm just going to kind of stumble into an initial topic here. So um, something just off the top of my head right now is even the conversations I have been having with those male friends who actually are putting the effort in there. Um, I'm obviously not going to name names or anything like that. Uh, these are guys that I would consider to be very well-intentioned. Um naive, misinformed, um, purposely ignorant in some ways, in right. most ways likely, like I'm not going to make excuses, like the information is out there, if you don't know what's going on, that is because we're choosing not to learn about it or anything, so um, a conversation that I had with, with a guy who I consider to be a friend, and that has not changed or anything like that, was very much so, um, he reached out, because I kind of called it out publicly, you know, I was sort of like, hey, where are all of my guy friends, like, where, where the fuck are you? Like, yeah. why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you being my friend, really, our friend? And um, he reached out and he was saying, you know, the whole like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what it's like. And and um, I want to learn. I want to know better. You know, it, it makes me sick to my stomach to even think about going out and, and, and Googling these things and searching the information itself. Right. And, and in that, um, he, he asked me very politely, very, very kindly, like, you know, if you have any resources or anything for me to learn and stuff. And, and this was something in particular, or one, I, I started, I was talking to a girl at the same time about this and she just laughed and she just sent me www.google.ca and it was yeah. like, there you go. Yeah. Have at her. You know what I mean? But, exactly. but, um, I think that a huge parallel to not all men and men now reaching out to women asking to be taught, which again, I understand the good intention of being like, hey, wow, I want to learn, will you teach me? It is the same as what I saw with the difference between Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter and my yeah. black friends, my black community, uh, my family that are half black um, being like, hey, uh, I am exhausted. I have been fighting for this for so long that I don't have the energy. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about this as women for so mm -hmm. long. I don't have the energy to respond to two, five, fifty, a hundred, a thousand messages and educate everybody. You know, if you came home every day mm -hmm. and told your boyfriend about everything, you know, a guy cat called me on the street. Oh, I, I do that. And Kyle I, and I have those topics in conversations. In a lot of those relationships, though, I feel like women protect men because men have this very, they need to protect their women, blah, 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 this complex. And so they don't anticipate, they've been really blind mm -hmm. to a lot of these things happening. Mm -hmm. So now that it's coming and they're like, I can't imagine this happening, blah, blah, blah. And women are saying, no, this is happening every day. This is happening in all of our lives every day at at this scale and at this scale. And men are going, I can't believe this. Where do I get resources? Well, you know, women have been sharing space and holding safe spaces and, and taking care of each other for so long in this and, and been trying to bring men into this, but there's been that level of ignorance. And I totally see where it's exhausted. And it's, it's for me with, it's very, uh, it resonates a lot with me seeing all the work that we did with Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. that we've done recently after the George, George Floyd incident and the summer that we went through. Uh, having women come out and speak on this and men and men basically doing the least they possibly can. The less than the, the least. Less it's than actually the, nothing. Le less than the actually least. Actually nothing. The least you could do is Google it. That's it's, it. <laughs> it's not enough anymore. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, where we were saying it's not enough not to be racist. Okay? Mm -hmm. You need to be anti racist. You need to be actively having conversations. You need to be within your within your groups and your friends and your peers, you know not be not don't be a bystander anymore mm -hmm. don't just let let stuff happen just because you're not the bad guy doesn't mean you know doesn't mean shit anymore and i think as far as these women issues go men men are completely ignorant and 
it takes 10 minutes to go online and to read a story or two mm -hmm. and to educate yourself and to, to empathize and put yourself in that position. It's not enough to not be a rapist anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, we need to, we need to, we need to be anti this. We need to not be bystanders to these perpetrators because I guarantee every guy has heard a story that maybe at the time they didn't, didn't know, but then in hindsight, they're looking back and did my friend, you know, was there consent involved in that story? Was there, mm -hmm. was there like, you're what, questioning you're it. You're questioning it. Yeah. And should I have t spoke that way about that girl or, yeah. you know, what are these things that maybe we normalize, but are really actually perpetrating or, or per perpetuating the system? the the system and the the behaviors yeah yeah i actually uh i saw and i'm sure a lot of people saw it's been circulating a lot so on top of this point i'm about to make it's also just that half the time you don't even need to go out of your way and google something like obviously do please do i am encouraging that but yeah. um you know i can guarantee you that pretty much every woman that comes up on my stories and my feeds or whatever, they are sharing resources of the, if you click it and you scroll through, like what? So you can only do that if you see, you yeah. know, me posting, you know, cute butts or cute girls or like yeah. whatever, you know, today sucking on grapes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I get it. I am here for the female empowerment and whatever. But if right. I can't have these conversations, I'm also directing you to resources and they're simple, very basic. It will take it's, you 30 seconds to learn something. It takes nothing to click, go, yeah. read the caption, read the information. Yeah. It, take, it really does take zero effort yeah we're and making it, it as easy as we possibly can for you and you guys are like i don't know what to do exactly. <laughs> where do i go 60 percent of my followers are women and probably vice versa goes the other way around where 60 percent of the people i follow are women i don't know anyone who's not not posting about this you can't you mm -hmm. uh, you cannot tell me that if you have, you know, if you're out there on the internet on any social platform that you're not exposed to this, yeah. you're choosing not to be. It's a yeah. choice to not engage with this. Yeah. And I, I just don't think that's acceptable. Yeah. Um, for the guys that, I, that are my friends that I do talk to on almost a daily basis um, and whatever, and I see that they haven't posted anything. I know that they're with me. We've had these conversations and stuff, but it does hurt. It really, really does. And, and that part sucks. And I think that when it comes to obviously like, yeah, not everybody is a social media guru or anything like that. But when it does come to say, having these conversations in person, back to what you were saying with evaluating, did my friend maybe not do something consensual in that story? Like I'm reevaluating whatever that way. Um, I saw that video that was, I think he's a comedian. Um, I'm pretty sure that this guy is a comedian or whatever, but he's on stage and he, I think he just kind of took a break for a moment to just be real and talk about the fact that right. it is not enough to say that you're, you know, not a rapist, not a, not yeah. a, not a shitty guy, not whatever. Oh, I'm, I would never do that and whatever. Yeah. You have to actively have these conversations with your buddies. And what he does is he self recognizes that um, he probably is definitely the reason that a girl got raped by his friend is right. because he chose to not, I don't want to start anything. I'm drunk. I'm turning a blind eye. Oh, it's probably fine. You're giving, yeah. you're giving these guys, these buddies of yours or whatever, the, the benefit of the doubt when, because it's been so, you know, guys don't do that we don't we don't call each other out we don't yeah. i don't want to start fighting i don't want yeah. to start doing this i don't want to start having a thing but but you know the fact that he was very very upset with himself in that moment and recognized that like there is a very solid chance that i am to blame for that and that i have to live with that for the rest of my life right. and sure he's not to blame because he didn't rape the girl but, but he absolutely allowed that situation to happen you're all like we're all guilty and, and people who don't say anything you're all guilty you're, you're complicit yeah. Yeah. silence is complicit is complicit complicity yes um, <laughs> You, you know, in, in every conflict, there's, there's three people. There's the perpetrator, there's the, the victim, and then there's the bystander. And the bystander can, can hold just as much responsibility. Yeah. Just as much responsibility. Absolutely. And I, I think that's what, you know, men aren't understanding when they say, well, I'm not like that. I'm not that type of guy. You know, 
just because you're not type, that type of guy doesn't mean you're actively, you know, helping. Helping. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and this not all this not all man. The one that really gets me is, is that, when you put yourself in a position where you say that you're basically asking to be rewarded for not being a rapist for for not assaulting a, a girl yeah for not being violent yeah like you're asking it's so it's so nothing i don't know why but immediately my my mind went to the whole concept of like being at a at a at a track and field like race yeah. and the kid that is sitting in the dirt playing with sand that didn't run at all yeah. Like he got he got he a got, medal got too. The <laughs> and he like, got the participation yeah. medal. Um, yeah. And I mean like I get it, setting up setting up success for your kids and not to be like whatever. Let's not get into that. But like for whatever reason I just imagine that person, that guy who doesn't say anything is the kid playing in the sand being like, Oh, yeah. where's my reward? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, it blows my mind. It really. is. It is mind blowing when you just sit and you think about it for a second. So right now I've recently gone back to work and, and I work in a very male dominated industry mm -hmm. as a as a chef and I know that when I go to work I'm bound to hear conversations that are upsetting because it's boy talk it's locker room talk but then you know it they're really uncomfortable situations to be like hey man you probably shouldn't say that mm -hmm. or those are really inappropriate things you should think about yeah you know you should think about what you're saying and like who this might affect yeah and those are hard moments to have because guys have have always lived in this world where what happens in the in the community of men mm -hmm. you know that's just what it is i don't think i could be doing this job and living this life or anything like that and be with a partner who's just like anything right so we actively have these conversations on almost a daily basis and he grew up in a situation as well and in a family sort of lifestyle and dynamic that did not have these discussions. So he has learned so much from me personally and he values that so very deeply and greatly. Right. And I'm very, very lucky to have a partner that I can do that with. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to just suddenly start using social media just for this. Right. He's like, I will have these discussions in my real life. Yeah. And that's a huge thing too. Like, he was very similar to even the conversation that we had, which is just like, some guys don't want to be friends with guys. Yeah. You're just like, oh God, like where right. are my like-minded men? Where are my yeah. feminist men? Where are my intolerant men yeah. who will speak up, who will be like, yo, buddy, like one, shut up. Or like, let's, let's talk about this for a second. Or this is why that, what you just said is really harmful or whatever. And, yeah. um, that, <laughs> yeah. That is so huge right now. And, and when and when you were talking about when we had that conversation where we sat down prior to deciding to do this and you said to me you wanted or you kind of had this idea that you were in the beginning stages of maybe birthing and whatnot yeah. of wanting to have a group for men where you guys could talk about these things in an open and learning and whatever way. Yeah. And, and you know, my, my response and the response that I got from a couple of girls that I've even had this conversation with and concept with is like, we don't need more men's groups. Yeah. <laughs> be part of the women's group, be yeah. part of what we're doing, be involved, be, be excited, be willing, be ready to learn, be willing to like listen and all of that and then yeah. contribute and change yeah and change the perspective. You do, like you know, we're not we're not scary, we're not anything. Nobody I don't want to get into a fight with somebody. I would love to have a beautiful discussion like this with someone. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's where opening up the Lolitas to to men really has a really has a huge opportunity for impact within that because you know, I while I have these, um, I'm surrounded by women. Yeah. <laughs> I, my life, you know, there's very few guys that I actually hang out with and, and actually hold this like level of intelligent conversation and, mm -hmm. and relationships with. And uh, seeing that women want guys to be joining. So I know there's always the hard transition of having an equally safe space when it's just women mm -hmm. and an equally safe space when you integrate men into that yeah and i know as well like it's i think not to have another men's group but i think it's really important that men are creating equally safe spaces for each other to have those conversations so that we can we can talk 
you know, without feeling, um, I think sometimes men can feel pressured by women and it needs to be their choice to make these changes, not because a woman is telling them to. I could hear all in my head all of the women watching right now going, good, feel the pressure. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> um, but you know, I want it to be, I want it to be because they want to be better from the for themselves and for the women in their lives, not just because someone has told them to. Of course, of course, yes. Um, I I think that those who are well-intentioned, very naive, very ignorant, and they want to be able to talk, I can understand how if you feel like you are not confident enough to hold these conversations with women, I could see how I could be intimidating to talk to. Yeah. As a man, I could see how having this discussion with me might feel very, very intimidating. I mean, you scared the crap out of me. No, <laughs> stop. But, but I, I could see it. I could see how you would be like, how do, how do I compare this? Um, with me being like, honestly, during BLM, I was a keyboard warrior. I was going yeah. out there and I was fucking stirring stuff up, okay? Yeah. And... And, um, again, I felt confident in doing that because I have done tons and years of research. I have family that is black. This is something that is a conversation in my home. Right. Um, and, and with my friends and stuff like that too, I have, I have many, many advocacy friends in right. that area. So when it was blowing up everywhere, everywhere, and, and, st and still is, but obviously there was a huge section of time where that was really just all, all you saw. Yeah. And I could definitely see how being someone who doesn't have all the uh, expansive historic knowledge and everything and all of the politics and all of that behind it, wanting to say something and getting it wrong, mm -hmm. that fear of being jump like your throat jumping down your throat immediately and and oh, just the heat of that moment of feeling so embarrassed of feeling attacked of being attacked like because that it will happen it will Absolutely. to say it won't is completely obnoxious honestly because there's without doubt yes it will people are going to get it wrong but at the end of the day the amount of conversations that i had during that period of time for that subject yeah of people being like you know what I definitely didn't know that. I'm going to look way more into it. I, yes, that was wrong of me. Thank you for educating me. I'm going to put more effort into knowing more about this subject. What else can you ask for? Right. And, that, and that's <laughs> what we're, and that's one of the things, that's why we're here. That's not what, what we're not seeing right now. Yes. None of it. It's right? not happening there, there on this subject. The, there isn't that fire. There isn't that energy, that participation on, on all sides of it. Guys are just seeing the news and saying, that's not me, so, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I don't do it. Well, okay, great. It's like, Check. <laughs> that's yeah. it? Like, yeah. that's all you got? Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I think it's super important. And and just to continue pushing for, pushing for change in these conversations. Yeah. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that's so important right yeah. now is, is, you know, it, it, it's hard. I I uh, met some friends the other day, and, and we got onto the topic of, of just equality and stuff. Uh, I mentioned that I was coming on this podcast, and and they they said, "Well, I don't really understand. You know, the world like there is equality. There is all this." And and the conversation got really off topic, but uh, you know, just seeing that mindset mm -hmm. was exactly why this is so important. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where they're they're relatively safe guys, relatively, you know. I I think they're well intentioned, but wildly misinformed. Yeah, I I think that um another another really big concept that you that you did bring up with with your work environment. So um, obviously, restaurant industry. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I know that so like if you're not a server at one point in your life or something. Have you even lived? <laughs> like, yeah. are you? Yeah. Are you a millennial? Are you a Gen Zer? Because <laughs> like, if you haven't done it, that's wild to me. I don't know a person who hasn't hasn't been in the industry at some point. So, so for a quick backstory, is just that I, um, my trade, I guess, is that I'm a distiller and brewer and stuff like that. So, um, I'm one of the youngest female master distillers in all of Canada. Um, I worked in a 
heavily male dominant industry. There are not a lot of women doing this, especially in the bigger um, companies and stuff like that. So when I have started working at places, I have been the only girl. I have been the only girl in management. I have been the only girl running the show. I, I, and then I have an entire army of, of guys. And yes, I dealt with so much sexist bullshit. It was repulsive. The conversations I heard were disgusting. Um, I am a very self-assured and confident person. Right. I have boundaries and I set them up very quickly. And when they are crossed, I am intolerant. That is my superpower right now as far yeah. as I'm concerned, but that is not everybody's. So yeah. being in situations where, um, you know, I was in a very, very toxic work environment and it was destroying my mental health. And even though these people, I considered them my friends. They were some of the most repugnant human beings I've ever spoken to. I have never, even as a, even as high management, I have never been so disrespected in my life yeah. or so disgustingly spoken to by subordinates, by my superiors, by people of equal level or anything like that. And I got to a point where I decided to leave. Well, when there was another girl who was sort of around the same level as me elsewhere within the company, um, if she were to be vulnerable and open up about something private, like, I don't know, like sometimes if you need a day off or whatever and you're like, hey, you know, I, I need to go and do this. I need to go and do that. I'm having a really bad day. I need to have an abortion. I need time off work. I need to do whatever the fuck I need to do. Yeah. And those conversations should be normalized. You should be able to explain um, yourself without having to feel embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, she was met with, slut, uh, fuck you, you're a fucking bitch, blah, yeah. blah, blah, all of these yeah. things. And I mean all the time. Yeah. So I had chosen to leave because even though I never got it that bad because my boundaries were very, very high, very, very early on. And she was a much more relaxed, one of the boys kind of yeah. girls. And, and that doesn't make any difference. You don't get to talk to people that way and it's okay. And, and submerse yourself in these environments and stuff like that. And and it's disgusting. And even even someplace here in Kelowna, I literally worked at a place in the restaurant industry for one day and then quit because I was sexually harassed by three people yeah. in one day that I worked with. Not patrons, not customers, yeah. employees. And, and, and that's the thing that gets it for me is that there's a level of, of comfortability in these, with these restaurants with sexual harassment. You know, we've, I've worked with many many beautiful girls and, and beautiful human beings and then you know the guys the conversations in the back you know a girl could walk by and a guy's either checking out her ass or a guy's he makes that comment mm -hmm. and this is this is for just for example this is the one that gets me a guy girl walks by and a guy says a comment and then he, he'll be like she could get it and it always runs through my head there but does she even want it like do you no the answer is no like, <laughs> Why don't fucking say that? Yeah. Just don't say that because yeah. it's so rude because you're just sexualizing this human, like... Yeah, objectifying. This, this objectifying yeah. and sexualizing this girl and, like, not even to her, not even to her face. Yeah. Like, you're saying it to the boys behind their back to either get a reaction or to, to show some sort of dominance. Yeah. And it's so... Uh, and it's so unnecessary and, and it's disgusting really yeah, and toxic I, masculinity it just, it just gets me every time and, yeah. that, and that's the thing and um it's hard to pull someone aside and be like you know what that's so inappropriate because these are these are the conditions that have existed for so long but it's so important mm -hmm. to start somewhere yeah i uh i was thinking even um well one i've been you know privy to hearing conversations like this with you don't know you're listening or whatever but a guy going like oh like she could get it and then someone responding and be like yeah but you couldn't or whatever yeah. and then just like tearing it down right away yeah and it is a form of it it's not enough yeah. it's not and no. and if you start honestly I think that it's just going to be in a way just embarrassing your friends making them feel like idiots for even saying something like that like I think that that will be um, kind of the direction that a lot of people sort of aim for. And I, and I do have concern of not de-escalating, but amplifying 
yeah. a situation. I, I think there's there's many everyone's gonna have a different approach. Yeah. And and you know, for me it's it's having those, you know, something might go down and I see it's wrong, I'm not gonna call you out in front of everyone. That's not really my style, but I'll talk to you later. I'll be like, hey, like you said this earlier. That's not cool. Mm. This is why that's not cool. Mm. And I think people respond well to me just personally just to me being honest and frank and like showing them that kindness I know it can be really easy to get fired up mm-hmm. call someone out make them feel bad make them feel shame which in some situations is so necessary yeah I just don't have that energy in me but yeah I I I saw something again I'm just relating to things that are circulating on the internet right now I think that it's helpful because it's easily relatable the chances of you coming across it or having already seen it are very high so um the yeah the relevancy of it so I did see something and it was um basically I I think it might have been a text thing it might have been video god only knows I feel like I'm submersed in all of it right now but um it was basically let's say you're at a bar and you being the good guy um, in this situation and you see a girl and a guy having a conversation and you can kind of overhear it and you have a bad inkling or something like that or she seems uncomfortable or whatever maybe he's like very drunk or maybe he's not but he's still being too much whatever it is and a lot of responses I worry about happening despite the well intention is you the good guy coming in to be the savior yeah. And maybe getting into a fight, maybe somebody gets hurt, maybe right. maybe multiple people get hurt, maybe like it's just crazy yeah. that way versus a de-escalation. Um, what I what I saw as the um, alternative option is men do this thing a lot where you guys interject yourselves into situations and just start yeah. chitter chattering, and it's kind of like this. Um, it can definitely be annoying, especially when it's happening to women, as I've received it m- countless times in the past, where you're literally just spewing shit to engage in conversation with the woman. With the woman, with the woman yeah. Um, and it's like a distraction method. It is uh, a manipulation of seeming non-threatening by prattling on about nonsense and stuff like that to engage in further conversation to be seen as charming. Yeah. Um, most of the time, you think it's annoying, but whatever. <laughs> and um, what what was recommended was. If you, the good guy, did that to him, yeah, put yourself, started talking, interjected, got off topic, oh my god, man, I must have seen you, I saw you here the other time, whatever, how have you been, blah, 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 yeah. and if the girl is not in a threatened mode, and everything is fine, she will join in. If there is an issue, you've just given her an escape route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I mean, we see that classic, that's, that's such a classic trope, it, it made me think the imagery of just like a 70s, 80s pop culture movie. Guys bugging a girl, classic yeah. savior complex, comes in, hey buddy, you bothering this girl, and then it all inevitably ends up in, in a conflict yeah. or, or brawling a brawling or yeah. something. Whereas, you know, that's <laughs> it's not safe. No. It's really not safe. It's not. And, and the, the better alternative is, is instead of like coming in to save the girl and like focusing your attention, you know, come in and, and instead of saying, Hey, is this guy bothering you? And, and having the conversation with her, have the conversation with him, where it's like, hey, how's it going? You know, and yeah. you give giving her that opportunity to either yeah. stay or leave. Yeah. And it's super subtle, and it's yeah, it is, and it's way it is more, a little bit of a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's like so much more of a de-escalation, and and it's so like it's subtle it is safer it obviously um i'm not trying to take away from the fact that like what about the conversations that need to take place what about the education and stuff i mean that in a lot of these scenarios someone's drunk someone's wasted someone is at a party it's crowded there's high energy there's something going on actually play out in real life you know i could there's so many times where you know you see it buddy's drunk and he's and he's chatting mm-hmm. shit to a girl and she looks like she doesn't want to be there but you across the room what's You're, your plan yeah who do, yeah. Wh- who am i what do i do how do i interject in here yeah exactly. how do i do i want to get involved do i have the capacity for this and whatever yeah. and um it it is a hard thing to navigate it's just that it will happen yeah and and to acknowledge that these scenarios will happen before we start seeing bigger change natural yeah. change more of these open discussions 
where men are becoming more um, woke, <laughs> yeah. yeah, to all of it, is that in the meantime, these strategies are our safer methods to them and stuff like that too, and to be mindful of all of that, and and to you know that that we're not. A great example is that same guy who messaged me asking for resources, and I explained to him, you know, it's not my responsibility to educate you. Yeah. I love you. I think you're a great guy and whatever. This is not like, I'm not trying to be shitty or anything, which again, I don't know why I, had, I felt the need to justify myself, but I did. And and of course, he immediately was like, oh my God, no, you're absolutely right. Of course you shouldn't. And, and he he's a great human being, but he was even saying that Having these conversations or anything, it, it could be about mental health, it could be about anything, where if a woman comes to a man, a lot of the time, even even myself in my own relationship, sometimes I go to Kyle with something and I and I bring it up to him and I want to talk to him and he wants to give me a solution. He's my, he's my man, he's my provider, he is my warrior, he's yeah. whatever. And it's a subconscious... I would say almost primal instinct to be protective and to problem solve and whatever. Here's a solution. I give it to you and whatnot. And that's most of the time not what we want. We want you to listen, to empathize, to understand, and to wrap your head around it. Normalize it in your mind. Get uncomfortable with it. Sit with it. And then move forward from there. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of men are, uh, and myself included, uh, are quick to to fixing yeah. problem. Yeah. But this isn't this isn't a problem that we just fix because as we're seeing as we started this conversation, men's solution, women maybe don't go out. This is how you keep yourself safe. You press your lock button five times, it will call the. You know, like these these are. I <laughs> got so many these thoughts. Are tips <laughs> and tricks, but yeah. these aren't solutions to poor behavior. Yeah. And poor societal behavior. Yeah. Right? You know, like that's fucked. Yeah. Relating right. relating back to a video specifically about this, again, another thing you've probably seen is is this girl, it's a TikTok, it's whatever, she's raging mad. And I mean, I get it. Like I do. There there are women out there who are very, very angry, and there are ones who are exhausted, there are ones that are devastated. It's a very widespread view of emotion. So if you do come across a woman who's mad, chances are she's just so sick and tired of what's going on. But this girl in particular, uh, she was just raging over the fact that all she was seeing, the men who were speaking up, the ones who were like, look at me, I am participating, I am here to show you that I am on your side. And again, the intentions here are good. Like we know that. It's just you might be kind of missing the mark. So she was like, I don't want five tips on how to stay alive or not get raped. Yeah. Um, I don't want to have tips on uh, how I, if I press my lock phone or a lock button on my phone five times, it will set an alarm. It will contact all of my emergency contacts automatically and it will give the authorities my location. Obviously, this is an amazing tip to have. For the in-between, for those moments where, you know, because we're not going to change everybody. Like, these things will still occur. Yes, they are still absolutely useful. But why are you not talking about, um, instead of how to protect us, why are you not talking to your boys about not attacking us? Not not being in these situations, about changing the mindsets. Why are you educating women on how to be safe and not educating men on not how to be you know, these problems, these problematic men. Yeah. And, you know, I, I will say one thing that's very, that keeps a lot of hope for me is um, there is being work done at younger ages now. Absolutely. We're we, we, we living in a, in a much more woke time. We're living in a much more progressive time. And, and I mean, I'm starting to have lots of friends who are having kids and stuff. And I know they believe in these things and are like... Yeah raising the next generation and yeah. while we're while we're trying to fix the mistakes of our past generations and like you know push society to do that that gives me a lot of hope that the next generation is going to have something uh, some, some more some, a bit a bit of a better baseline a better baseline about yeah. emotional intelligence about like just support about mental health about all these things that were we failed for 
thousands of years, really, mm -hmm. that we failed for thousands of years that are, are creating these really bad eggs of our society. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, hopefully that, that things are just going to continue to get better. Yeah. You know. So, um... I mean, that being said, you know, I have a girl in the group. Um, there are different variations of being involved within the Lolita, obviously. There are some more public forums or more public spaces. And then I have more private situations. And, like, not everybody is part of it and stuff like that. So in some of my private group discussions or whatever, um, you know, we do have a girl who's a teacher. And she showed us um, some student art, like, that would obviously was not identifying or anything like that. It was just some yeah. student art, and it was about the topic of, um, you know, she, I believe she teaches, like, 7th grade, 8th grade, along that line. So just kind of before high school and whatnot, yeah. too. And it was about, you know misogyny it was about uh how these boys talk to girls and 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 the discussions that she is seeing them have and and that what she was telling us as a group about what she's been seeing or what she was mind blown the language i could not believe or even fathom myself at being what 13 12 13 14 years old having the language and understanding that some of these girls have immediately calling out boys saying this garbage yeah. and putting them in their place in a very educated way. And I was like, you know, it's hilarious because you see these flashbacks to what, you know, my, my generation of what we looked like when we were that young and, and, you know, we all had braces and, you know, pigtails and whatever. And yeah. we, we were not, it was not cute. You know, we all look like like baby piglets and stuff. Yeah. And then these, these kids now and at the same age and, you know, they look like they're 25 years old. So not only yeah. are they physically, the physical alteration of this maturity and stuff like that and trying to perpetuate maturity, which is obviously happening as a result of social media, yeah. but also the conversations, the, the intolerance, the, the, yeah. Yeah, just with, with, with more, like that. That's one of the beautiful things, and I know it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, kids being exposed and having more access to to news and media in the world yeah. at younger ages, but at the same time, what it's doing is that you know kids are becoming more educated. Kids are becoming intolerant of what yeah. they used to be. They have be. more resources. They have more resources. Yeah, they're have. more self-sufficient. Exactly. Yes. And and then they're they're able to to. Yeah, mature in this way where they like they're not tolerating these behaviors. Absolutely. Um, Again, double edged sword. I actually will be having another yeah. situation like this, specifically discussing this with a couple of other professionals in the in the in the field of this topic. So um, I'm really excited to get more into that. We're back. <laughs> um, so what we have learned from this is that having a an extra person behind the scenes to make sure that the cameras continue recording when you jabber on for too long. That is clearly a good thing. So rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. That's fine. To be fair, even when I was making like YouTube videos and stuff, I didn't actually have that problem, but it was because yeah, like it was one camera. Next time we'll get Jasper on the cameras. Yes. So. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. He'll do it. <laughs> Could you imagine in a little your director's chair? Yeah, <laughs> he's sitting in that. Uh, we'll bring it next time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll put him in it. If you guys have questions, though, we will like fire up, like inbox us, DM, whatever, reach out, and um, I'm sure this isn't the last time we'll be sitting here together. It's. It's up to us to keep the conversation going and the dialogue going and the education going and stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, for me, it's it's really easy to be passionate about this, and and I'm stoked to be within a community that helps me to bring my voice forward and and act on these feelings that I've had for a while as a male. So, um, I want to keep it going, and I want to continue to be. Hopefully now people will recognize me and pe people will be coming forward to chat, share, chat and share their experience and, and learn things. And I, and I would like to be kind of just a beacon or a pillar within yeah. within uh, the community for both men and women. Like I am mostly surrounded by women and I'm really happy to hold space and, and I will continue to do that and I will continue to pursue and hold space for men. So yeah. Um,
Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for not sucking. It's really <laughs> nice. Do my best. Man, every time somebody just isn't garbage, I'm like, oh, wow, so yeah, refreshing. So, so, so awesome. nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if, uh, if you guys don't know, go and see Jimmy's page at youngjimmy underscore media, right? That's it? That's, me. That's it. I will link it in all of the places um, because you're a rad human being and everybody should get to know you. And I'm so glad that I know you. Yeah. Um, Thank you to, uh, well, truly, honestly, I think Amelia. I think we, thanks, Amelia. Yeah, she's the biggest um, supporter of anybody who yeah. is like doing their thing, being a good person out in the world and stuff like that. And she's been, she's saying nothing but your praises, and apparently she can shut up about me. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just... Yeah, you know, and it's funny, uh, we share space, like we've been friends for 10 years. I met, I met Nico last week. Like, yeah, I, yeah, we met, we met, uh, Jimmy and I met in, week ago i met amelia less than a month ago yeah and uh you guys have had massive massive impacts on me as as a as a human being and, and feeling even more so part of the community and so welcome truly is honestly it because i know uh <laughs> i know i'm coming in hot <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah definitely, definitely I, coming you know, hot. it just happened one day and i was like who is i was looking at my phone i'm like who is castle co who is uh, who, who is? is because a your photography is so amazing thank you it's out of this world yeah and and b you were just out there one day and you were working with everyone and i was just like yeah i don't wow. i don't mess around and then as soon as <laughs> i i heard what you were doing for the community then i was just like i gotta meet you i told jimmy this already but i'm gonna tell the camera because yeah. i think it's really funny so I had seen that Amelia had done a photo shoot with you and I looked through your stuff and I was like, oh yeah, it's like really like raw and edgy and kind of like vintage and whatever, a little bit like film role kind of vibe and, and yeah. super cool lifestyle stuff. And I was like, I'm very into this. This is a dope aesthetic. Um, obviously very different from mine, but I also am like incredibly eclectic and play around with my stuff yeah. all the time too. So there's that, but um, I loved it. And then I thought, <laughs> I thought that you were for sure because it reminds me your style reminds me of like Japanese street style yeah okay yeah and I told you this right yeah. you were like yeah you're very stoked <laughs> on it yeah yeah and um and I love it and all I can see is like same thing but I want like neon lights and stuff in the background I'm like mm, yes yeah. like so good and stuff but um was really that I I thought that you were Asian because I didn't know what you looked like at all and then I was like oh my god this this is handsome black man and I was like what throw me for a loop and yeah. I was so excited like I was genuine I was so excited to see like not only a person who like through the grapevine doesn't suck yeah he's not a shitty person but then on top of it is also um, a person of color who is creative who is loving who is all-encompassing who is learning who is putting his voice out there like all of it it is very very nice in in Kelowna especially yeah, in, to be to be in in even a remotely friend group with you at all and to call you a friend now I'm, I feel so blessed that I know you and I love what you're doing I love what you're about and I I just like you make my heart warm oh stop <laughs> yeah I, you guys can't tell but I'm blushing <laughs> um I mean for for me it's all about the law of attraction, you know, the energy that we you put out there to in order for me to be able to come into your space, come in, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and 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 vice versa. You know, we were both kind of on not the same paths, but similar paths. We're both yeah. like diving into photography head first right now, and um, have a lot of huge plans and and want to play a role in the community. And I think. It was just a matter of time before we were brought together. Universe is colliding. Exactly. Magic and happening. One of these days we're going to shoot together. Are you kidding? We're going to do that right after this. Alright. I'm not joking. We're going to do some self-portraits. I'm into it. Yeah. Surprise! I Damn. I was like, I wasn't this. No, you look great. Thanks. You look beautiful. I need a haircut. No, she's perfect. <laughs> I love you. I did send you the, I, did, I, I took a screenshot of um 
<laughs> flawless utility <laughs> like damn boy you looking good <laughs> what a just great a, photo just a nice little ego boost yeah yeah get the, you like fired yeah. up to sit down and be yelled at by scary girls <laughs> that's okay i'm no, pretty no, no. used to it now so yeah no i don't i imagine you don't get yelled at very often but mm. <laughs> <laughs> for all of it i've yeah. met a lot of passionate women and i think that's what drives me yeah is that I'm personally, I'm a passion, passionate person myself, and I want to be surrounded by people who feel equally strongly uh, about whatever they're into. And I think that's why I connect with you so well. It's like you are so driven, but not just like driven, but passionate. Mm. And um, I respect that so much. Like for me, that, that speaks volumes and the lengths you're willing to go to and the community that you're creating and where you want to go is just like above and beyond for me. So i'm super happy to be a part of it take it all in yeah. no i uh i mean i'm either one way or the other i'm either like who am i what am i doing where am i in this world am i just am i full of it like i'm trying am i failing and i sit there in my own chaos or i'm like i am killing it right now Absolutely. thank you yes and, and it's it's a it's a balance of, of humility and also just like recognizing when hard work is paying off absolutely yeah. yeah 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 i don't know we're trained to be small and quiet in the background so anytime i'm i'm a very loud and center stage kind of gal so <laughs> <laughs> and you know most people looking at me would think that i'm i'm very much in the spotlight but i've always been a you are back, a I'm a very chill, like, I like you to like sit to back and take things in. Yeah. And then I'll come at you with my feelings and my thoughts. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, you're not we, too, you're not too, you're not hiding in the shadows or anything like that. Not hiding in the shadows. In any shadows, like, in any I take my, circumstance. I, I let everyone else jump in the water and I ask them how warm it is and then I jump in and, <laughs> and then I make a big splash. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like that about you. So, it's a great attribute to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the question I would like to ask you is as a, not even being a black creator in Kelowna, but just being a male creator in Kelowna, being a safe space in Kelowna, being, um, like I know that you're, you're kind of dabbling with the idea of, of doing more sort of like, I don't know if it's body positive or boudoir or just like more, more like nudity and, and stuff yeah. like that with women and, and wanting to make sure that before you go into it, that you are very confident in the safe space that you will create for them. And, and I have ever lasting faith in you that way. I, yeah. I personally like 10 out of 10 would. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Jimmy, let's do this kind of thing. But, yeah. um, but that being said, when it comes to like other creatives, um, not necessarily just in Kelowna or anything like that. I mean, like I'm very new to town, very, very new to town. It's really intimidating coming into a new town, doing a new thing and then being kind of, kind of quickly recognized and, 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 placed into a group where I don't have a lot to go off of when it comes to other people. So do you think that enough creatives, uh, especially male creatives um, in town are creating these safe spaces for girls? Well, for transgender, for for XYZ of all of the all of the levels of everything that people identify as and creating these safe spaces for them? Or do you think that that needs more work in our community? I think there always can be more work done, right? Um, you know, every every creator is going to have a different process and a different flow, mm -hmm. and I think there's always can be always can be more work done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and and you know, one of the things that's hard to do coming in new and then gaining attention and gaining traction and and like having this whole community thrust in front of you when you haven't really experienced it all yourself like i think it's really easy to get caught up in the he said he said she said and i think it's really important to take time to a focus on your own goals and do the best that you can do mm -hmm. um because it's way better to lead by example than to like spend all your energy mm -hmm. putting out fires yeah Oh yeah. Uh, well, I would say one of the things that's always gonna set me apart in that sense, and like, while it it bothers me to hear when other male photographers aren't creating safe spaces, I know that ultimately it doesn't matter how good their work is, if they're working with females and they don't feel comfortable, at the end of the day, 
Word of mouth. Word of mouth is going to bring down their business and people are going to be less inclined to work with them. So it's not my job to worry about them making... Oh, yeah. Of like, course. obviously, if I'm in a situation with them and I see something that's not right, I'm going to be like, that's totally not cool. But mm -hmm. it's not my job to go to go hunting and making sure that everyone's acting right because I know that in the long run my work will speak for itself and my, and, and my influence and, and what I do will speak for itself and that will ultimately help change everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so set, setting that example and being that, being that force that I can be here mm -hmm. allows me to not worry about what other people, yeah. what other male photographers are doing and, and um, Another thing to speak to, I don't really think about this very often, being a creator of color. It really has, it didn't cross my mind until two nights ago when I was having a conversation about doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. And she said, wow, this is like doubly powerful because not only is it a male's perspective, but it's a male creator of color. Oh God. Of color. Yeah. And I, honestly, it's just something I don't really think about. Yeah. I, um, mean, I didn't, it was, it was just extra nice yeah you know what i mean it was already yeah. nice you could have been you could have been a black woman and i would have been like this is lovely you could have been a white feminist and i would have yeah. been like awesome you could have been one or the, one other, or the other and I, I would have been equally as excited but it was just like wow it is so nice even in like because i'm from like the toronto area like yeah. lived all around in that area and stuff like that i've lived in across canada truly yeah. and the lack of um interaction i would say that i've had uh these conversations like sure i've met plenty of creative especially in toronto especially in toronto like people of color being creatives and uh obviously just in general there's like a much more vast population yeah and and then to but to come to Kelowna. And to very, very quickly realize this is a very white community. Mm -hmm. And um, and then to be doing what I'm doing in general on my personal level of what I'm creating and, and wanting representation and stuff like that. But because it matters, not because I need to be yeah. the one putting it out there or anything, yeah. but because it, it really mm -hmm. matters to me. And, and when I met you, I was just like, wow, like I love that there is somebody out here who is not afraid to have a voice, yeah. who yes, is of color, but is a feminist, has so many different views, is an overall well-rounded, excellent human being, and is just putting positivity and warmth and light out there. Yeah. And I think that on many, many scales, you are a, like a unicorn. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so I, I, I can see how, of course, like you're not really thinking about it. It wasn't my main thought. It wasn't, I think it just, it, when I realized it, I thought, that's really nice because that is just one, one, one more aspect of, of audience and, and connectivity that we can have. And I, I think it just happened that way. I don't think about it because I grew up in white Kelowna. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, you're like, this is me. This is my I, normal. This, is, this yeah. is the normal for me. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I, it doesn't really cross my mind. But I think once I realized it, I thought, oh, this is great because we have the ability to connect with even more people, mm -hmm. you know, like, now now thinking of all the other black creators and artists that are in town you know they'll probably be more inclined to watch this mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah. i think that's really spectacular i think too with uh it's it's nice to be able to share a platform yeah uh you know i do anticipate this getting bigger because I know that I'm passionate about it. Yeah. I know that the people that I've already worked with are my biggest fans and are equally as invested and consider what I'm doing to be what they are doing. We are working together. It is not, I am not some sort of magical person pulling all the strings and making all the things happen. I'm, I'm creating easy scenarios for people to come in and share the space with me yeah. and to hold their own opinions and their own, their own experiences and stuff like that and for it to be to belong to them just as much as it belongs to me yeah. and i want that because it's not really fun being part of something that you don't actually feel like it belongs to you at all yeah you know you're, so, as, much, you're as much a uh, a lolita as you are the you know creator the of it mama, the mother of it the, 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 the charlie you to know. my angels exactly. <laughs> yes exactly yeah you're an angel and you're charlie yes you know? exactly. <laughs> i'm just swimming in 
deep black water. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, it's it is super cool, and I hope that these things continue happening. You know, obviously, uh, the time of recording this, a few other things in in society have been happening. So we do know that there, of of course, like Black Lives Matter had such a huge impact and stuff like that. But now we're seeing a lot of like Asian hate crime stuff popping up again with a lot of force and stuff yeah. like that. And and I've been actively having more conversations about that. And and again, it it is really weird for me. I think it's funny almost that it's weird for me coming into Kelowna and being like where are my people of color like where yeah. are they Where's because the I came my hometown and Toronto and stuff like that there is endless diversity I went to a school where white people were the minority yeah. and 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 that to me is just like you know, the, I, the being submersed in culture and stuff like that is is a is a normal for yeah. me. So coming here and being like, what? And then and then meeting you and being like, oh, thank God! Like, okay, like it's this so, is crazy. It's so much better. I, you should have been here ten years ago. I shouldn't have been here ten years ago. It was interesting like that because for me, because I haven't lived here in five years, coming back, I'm like, wow, the community's grown so much. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Especially in the artistics and and more alternative communities, not just you know. Dickheads who drive big trucks and wants wants to hang out downtown. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we so, see you. <laughs> we see you. Um, so it's gotten a lot better and, mm -hmm. and it has become more diverse with the university growing. It's pulling in so many more international students. Yes. And, and a lot of them are choosing to stay here. Mm -hmm. um, why not? Is, why is, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah. So we're, we're lucky. It's growing. It's getting better. Yeah. We're growing. We're yeah. getting better. Yeah. I love, um, I just, I, it's like all walks of life. I want I want to be able to have these conversations with as many perspectives as I can, and uh, and it's just kind of magical when it all comes together and happens. Like right now, I feel very I feel great. I yeah. feel <sighs> relieved. For I have sure. a, I feel like I can take a deep breath and be like, "There's hope," kind yeah. of thing. And you're a huge part of that, so I really do appreciate well. you. Thanks for bringing me on board. Yeah, no problem. I feel super Any freaking time. You let me know. We did. <laughs> Anytime. All right. This is probably a good place to leave off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, we're going to link shout outs, Instagram pages and stuff like that, as well yeah. as I am anticipating by the time that this video comes out, I will have an intro created, which uh, also will most likely have music by other creatives that exist within the Kelowna community. So if you are a creative who would like to collaborate or be part of any project that I am doing, it is open door policy. Please Absolutely. reach out. And uh, yeah, I just want, I just want to build it. I just want to, I want to feel it. I want to immerse myself in all of it. So Awesome. Yeah. Freaking, yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. And uh, have a good day. Have a great day. The best day. <laughs> Alright. Awesome. Cool. That's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. What are you searching for?